The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Mind Aware, 276. You name it, you claim it, and suddenly, hmm. I don't really deserve this much air, so I'm going to hold my breath so that other people can have more air. You know what a badass your inner critic is, right? I say stop being a wussy and just do it. I'm going to breathe a bunch of air today and save it up because I may need some more air at a later date. Emotions, any emotion, emotion, energy in motion, they need to move. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. So you hear people always talking about, like, balancing your business with your family life or balancing, you know, your time with your kids and your significant other with not working round the clock. So what's the deal with that? Why is everybody talking about balance? I mean, as brain trainers, we kind of know, like, that's kind of a crazy notion anyway, some kind of perfection to try to strive for that doesn't exist. But then what do we do instead? Well, guess what? I have a great guest here with us today. Her name is Dana Malstrap. And for those of you in our Facebook audience, no, we did not call each other and say, what are you wearing to coordinate our outfits? And it's not just because our names are the same, except they're pronounced differently. Dana Malstrap is the boss mom. She is the host of the boss mom podcast. And she's here to talk about what do you do when you've got both business life and a family life? Hi, Dana. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, it's so good to have you here. So yeah, let's get right into it. Let's talk about what about this myth of the idea of balance, balance in the family life. What do you think? If we're not supposed to do that, what do we do instead? Sure. Well, I I always thought balance was such a hilarious term. We'd say work-life balance as if work was not part of our life. So that just the term in itself seemed really strange to me, right? And then we go in and, and to me, balance feels like this thing where I've got a, you know, like I'm thinking like Indiana Jones, where you've got like the perfect weight over here to match the perfect weight over here. And he ends up getting like almost crushed by a boulder, which is kind <laughs> of, I feel like what it feels like, right? Because balance is exhausting. It sounds exhausting. Everything is balanced, a balanced diet, a balanced workout, a balanced, and it's unsustainable because it's just continually working at it to make sure it's perfectly the same. And anybody who's been an entrepreneur or a parent knows that that's impossible because there's no possible way that the exact amount of effort and love and priorities that happen in your business and your babies are always going to be the same. So we're just setting ourselves up for failure. So this idea of balance to me actually sets us up to fail in the first place. And when we start thinking that way, then we're already in an uphill battle, like both ways, naked in the snow during, you know what I mean? It's just not fun. I agree. And 
And I'll tell you something. I like your comment here about this compartmentalizing, too. You know, this whole idea of compartmentalizing your life. Like, I'm not just my full self, no matter where I am or what I'm doing. Like, I have a, I somehow I'm supposed to have a different Dana that's with my family than a different Dana that's with my clients. I mean, it's all just so crazy and kind of old school or outdated or something, right? Yeah, and I think that what we do when we think that they have to be separate, we do a couple things. We create a bucket for work, and we start to say, what are my priorities for work? And we create a bucket for home, and we start to say, here are all my priorities for home. And the problem is both those buckets inevitably become full. And then you need two people to serve both of those buckets, right? And then all of a sudden you're going, oh, crap, I'm one person, and I'm overworked, and I'm overwhelmed, and now the priorities in this bucket for work are really important, but the priorities in this bucket for home are really important, but I never merged them to know which highest priority in business and highest priority in family, which one trumps what at what time. So what I talk about in the Boss Bubble is, is conscious integration has to be your way for many reasons, and conscious integration to me recognizes that we've got one bucket. I am a one bucket person, right? And everything I do, no matter what happens from when I wake up to when I go to bed, it all has to fit into one bucket, and I've got to decide if today I'm in the middle of a launch, and even if my kid gets sick, I have backup because my business has to come first. And I'm perfectly okay with that. If my kid is sick and I'm in, in doing something that's really not all that important, then my kid comes first. You know, for the days that I want to go on vacation or travel to be away from my family, every day is a constant view of where my priorities are changing. And so conscious integration helps me recognize that it's all one bucket, one space. And my priorities have nothing to do with work or home or me or my family or something else. It all has to do with everything that's going on in my life, what's most important. And when I'm conscious of that. I want to stop you there and back up because I I think we're getting too far ahead. And I want to kind of clarify a couple of things because I really like where you're going with this. Obviously, first of all, love that word conscious in anything because that's what we're about (laughs) with the mind aware. So conscious integration is a wonderful term and it's really clever. It sounds to me like what you're saying. I just want to paraphrase and then you can tell me if I'm going wrong here is it sounds to me like what you're saying is you don't have a list of priorities that are every single day and every single moment, my family comes first, and that's my list of priorities. What you're doing is you're being conscious and aware in any given moment and making a decision of what are my priorities for this given moment. Am I paraphrasing that back right to you? No, that's beautiful. And the irony of it is the, the only way that I can do that is if I know what future I'm trying to create for my life in general. So the only way I can actually make really conscious decisions about what I'm doing right now is to know where I'm trying to go and what I'm trying to build. So I think what people do is they go, well, I'm trying to create this balance right now, so I don't have time to plan about what's going to happen. I mean, I have an annual calendar for my business and my family, but all the way out through the end of the year already. Like we know what my launches are, what our vacations are. You know, I'm looking and going, wow, I've got all of these things going on in this month. I better make this next month a month of rest or a month of rejuvenation, you know, or a month of reflection or whatever that is. So I feel like people miss out on, they go, well, yeah, I'm going to prioritize what's happening right now. I can totally do what you said, but I have no idea what I'm actually trying to do or what I want to accomplish or what's, what's going to happen ahead. So when it comes into the moment, we feel like we're in like a fire mode, right? We feel like we're constantly survival state 
because in order to to assess really quickly what our priorities are in the moment of being going, oh, my goodness, something came up. We didn't do the planning ahead of time. So conscious integration isn't just about the knowing every moment kind of that things are going to change and being agile. It's knowing that planning ahead is part of what allows us to be agile and more conscious in the moment and more confident in what we're actually deciding to do. Right. So we would probably, as brain trainers, we would talk about it as kind of having a vision for what you want for your life or having a, but you're suggesting what you do is you actually lay out the whole year and then plan in your times to feel good about what's coming up. You know, look forward to it. And because you know it's coming up, then plan in your time with your family now because you know, okay, the week of March 20th is going to be a really busy week. So I want to prepare for that mentally and actually in my action steps the week before and the week after I want to plan in a week of rest. So planning. Yeah. So really it's kind of like, you know yourself, you know yourself well enough that you know how you're going to feel about that launch before and after, so prepare for it. Yeah, well, and we, we break it out into looking at our, our future and really anything a part of planning. We break it out into environmental, financial, and emotional. We break those three. And then in any type of planning, I always set what are my deal breakers and my dream makers. Like what's the absolute ideal and what are the things that happen that are just going to be a no-go. And I do that with launches. I do that with speaking engagements. I do that with writing. You know, any kind of project we have, we set those. So the best example I can give is my daughter was, until she was one, a deal breaker for me was being away from my family for more than two days. So I said no to a lot of speaking engagements, even though I know my future in my business is a lot of travel and a lot of speaking, because I really love to do that. That's one of the things that I enjoy. But during that particular year, that was a deal breaker for me. So it was easy for me to say yes and no to things because I could lay it against what is the the future I'm trying to build for this year and beyond. And then what are my deal breakers in this space and what are my dream makers in this space? Because I feel like when I can be confident about my yeses and my noes, then I don't feel guilty about where I'm spending my time. And then this idea that I have to create balance doesn't exist because I am really feel really great about the decisions I'm making on a day-to-day basis. So what would be an example of a dream maker? Oh, uh, so for instance, I want to be the voice of a Disney character someday. (laughs) That's totally one of my dream makers. And the interesting part is, is people will say, well, Dana, that has nothing to do with what you're doing right now in your business. But I'm a firm believer that it does because the things that I really would love, like, for instance, the other example would be a dream maker for me is that every summer we travel and live somewhere as a family somewhere else to just explore. We're very experiential people. And so at that time, when I'm when I'm looking at how I'm planning and what I'm talking about with people and what I'm exuding out into the world uh, and how I'm living my life, I am always have that in the back of my mind so that that's always part of my decision making that gets me just a tiny bit closer. And you never know the person that you're going to meet or the thing that's going to happen that's going to bring you a little bit closer to that dream maker or bring that to life for you. And so I feel like that's one of the things you've got to have in there. Otherwise, you've only got deal breakers and that can just be depressing. (laughs) Yeah, you're always on the path. That's for sure. We're always on the path. Everything we're doing is leading up to our tomorrow. So I want to do a quick paraphrase here and then I want to make sure that you know how to connect with Dana. Let's see if I've got this right, Dana. What you're saying is that the reason people don't feel like they have a balance between their different aspects of their lives is because, first of all, balance doesn't exist. But second of all, it's that they're always shooting from the hip and they're always making up as they go along, where if 
they planned out everything, they could also plan in their quiet times and their rest times. And that's where the true balance would come from because they have it already built in. In addition, be conscious at every moment, consciously integrate what am I going to do today? How am I feeling about this today? Because if a deal breaker or a dream maker comes along, you want to be able to be that flexible and make those shifts. So am I right so far? Yeah, absolutely. And and I think for everybody that's thinking we're crazy because they're going, oh, my gosh, I've got like little babies running around and planning. I don't even know how that would start. Um, you just start by saying the times that are what are the priorities depending on what happens. Like if you just started with your deal breakers and your dream makers about what your priorities from a time perspective, like if this happens to my kid, that takes priority over everything. Like if this happens in my business, that takes priority. If those are the only things that you set in your plan so that you knew if that happened and everything else can can wait, can you just start to create that hierarchy of priorities for everything in your life. If that's the only thing that you do because you're total in survival mode now, which I get, um, just that one step will at least give you that feeling of, okay, I know how to react when any sort of situation comes up. Hey, baby steps, right? Baby steps. I know. So I want to make sure now we're going to check in with our Facebook audience. For those of you that don't know, we record the show live on Facebook every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. So here's where you can go to connect with Dana. Let me give you all the all the juice. Dana Malstreff, she spells her name the same way as I do. Her last name is M-A-L-S-T-A-F-F, Malstaff. Dana Malstaff, you can find her at Boss Mom, put a hyphen in the middle, boss-mom.com slash mindaware. When you go over there, guess what? Good stuff because you know what? She's the host of the Boss Mom show. She's out there. She's living it, helping moms, helping families have a better quality life because they're able to plan out all these pieces and make their lives even better. So it's bossmom.com slash mindaware. And remember to put that dash or that hyphen between boss and mom. Okay, sit tight because here's what we're going to do. We're going to check in with our Facebook audience, see if anybody's got any questions. But when we come back, I will definitely ask the question of what do we do to start today? If you wanted to start doing this, where would you start? Well, we'll be right back and find out. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com, and that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? TrainYourBrainU.com. That's TrainYourBrainU, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hey, everyone, Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. We were just checking in with our Facebook audience, and we hit a chord because we got lots of questions about scheduling and time and planning. And so what we're going to do, we're going to try to get them all answered because we're having a great conversation here today with the Boss Mom. Yes, she's the Boss Mom. She's the host of the Boss Mom podcast and the author of a book by the same name. Her name is Dana Malstaff. Dana Malstaff is here, and I guess what we'll do, since we're talking about planning, some of the things we talked about 
Uh, and let me give you that Earl, too, before I forget. If you want to check her out, make sure to go to bossmom.com slash mindaware. Bossmom.com slash mindaware. But remember to put a dash or a hyphen between boss and mom. So it's boss-mom.com. And if you go slash mindaware, lots of goodies there for you. So let's get into some of these questions. Alicia had some good questions. Patsy had a question. Let's do them, you know, we'll do it like, you know, 40 questions, rapid fire 40 questions. The first <laughs> one is, how often do you plan? Do you do it weekly? Do you do it monthly? Sure. So we set an annual calendar at the beginning of the year, and I review the annual calendar once a month to make sure we still want to do all those things if anything's changed on a weekly basis. Uh, so for me, Mondays, I never take calls. Monday's always a planning day. Um, I assess the week and make sure that everything is where it needs to be and if any tweaks or things happen in that space. Um, and then I actually every morning take about five minutes. I do a meditation and then take about five minutes to say, okay, what's going on today? Can I fit everything in? And I always create space for me on Thursdays for overflow when things aren't going to go as I planned. Okay, great. <laughs> do you have any planning tools that you like to use? Oh, you know I do. You yeah, know so I do. All right. So Trello is my love. I call it my work wife. It is. I live in it. I actually, um, when they go to the, the Mind Aware URL for us, um, which I think will be up just a tiny bit later today, um, it is. Uh, it will have a free training that I actually have that takes you completely behind the scenes of how I use Trello and how it works. Uh, but I use it for my business, for my home, to manage my team, to manage everything all the way from really massive projects like the podcast and launching our books, um, all the way down to how I plan my Christmas presents for family. Uh, all of that happens there. And it's, uh, it's this beautiful thing that allows me to workflow, keep repository. It's like, it's like Pinterest and Evernote had a baby. It's amazing. <laughs> for those of you that don't know Trello, that's T-R-E-L-L-O, Trello. Trello.com, and that's for the system where you move your projects yeah. to the right as you complete them. So you can go check that out. Now, I'm sure you check out Dana's training on how to use it, even easier and better to get started. So, Dana, then the other question is, and this kind of relates to the question I was going to ask. I was going to say, like, how do you get started today? And Patsy asked, what do you do when you're already kind of already in overwhelm? You know, you're already behind. So what do you do now to start getting ahead and start planning. What's your recommendation for that? Sure, sure. Okay, so first off, I totally know where you're at. I had two babies. I was in the middle of writing my first book when I was pregnant with my daughter and finished it after she was born. Uh, we spent about a whole year of being in total survival mode, right? <laughs> where we like, nobody ate healthy. Everybody watched TV as the babysitter. Like, all those things happened. So I totally get it. Um, when you are, when you feel like you're behind and you're overwhelmed, right? The thing that I like to do is I like to list out all of my tasks. And I actually have, we have a boss mom planning journal that's like a checklist journal. And I, I, everything gets just tossed on a list. I do a mind dump. And then from there, I assign my tasks. So I don't believe in rogue tasks. Everything has to be part of a larger project, right? Because for me, if I have a thousand tasks, I'm completely overwhelmed. But if I've assigned them to a project, then I can decide how important that project is about getting it done right now. So, and for me, like home maintenance is its own project, like cooking dinners and making sure we've gone grocery shopping and diapers for the kids. That's its own project. So I never have rogue tasks. Because that's totally part of the overwhelm. It's just volume. Volume is part of the overwhelm. If you can categorize things down, then all of a sudden you're, you've got four projects in your life 
and you still haven't gotten to them. They're still not done, but four <laughs> projects seems less overwhelming than 100 tasks, right? So just start to narrow it down, and then you can make decisions about which priority level is for each of those projects, home maintenance and those kinds of things, and, and business projects. And from there, then you can go in and start going, okay, if I can only do one thing in this top priority project, what is it? And if it's something that you have said, like I've seen people and they go, well, one of my tasks today is to write a book. I'm like, well, that's a project. That's not a task. And there's no way you're going to feel accomplished if you if you do that. So break that down. If you go, I have to clean the house. All right, let's let's just be realistic here. Like, did you do the dishes? Did you put one load of laundry? in? (laughs) You know, and I've even gone to breaking my task down within a project to say I could do one thing within this project today as being I'm just going to unload the dishwasher. That's all I'm going to do. I'm going to turn the dishwasher on. That's all I'm going to do, right? I'm going to simply just email this one person this one thing. And what we start to do is we start to build up, from training your brain, you start to build up this momentum of accomplishments. And it starts to be these things where you build it up and you can step on that and build it up and step on that. And you start to feel like you're getting out of that big you know, pile of overwhelm one tiny, tiny bit at a time. And it and and you have to recognize and then at the end of every day, you have to recognize what you've accomplished that day and that that's enough. And that's all that you could do. And then recognize that there's about a million other people that feel just as overwhelmed as you and you are not alone. (laughs) So it sounds to me like what you're saying, because I think what you're talking about, this categorizing and taking tasks and putting them into chunks, chunking up and making yourself projects or categories with them. I think you're talking that. These are the to-dos that organize people who just have that gene of organization. Like, I'm very anal, and I'm very organized. And so a lot of the things you're talking about, they're things that I just do automatically. And I think what you're saying is that being organized can be trained. You can learn how to be organized, and it can be trained, and that this is a system that you can use to get more organized. So good stuff. I, I thank you so much, Dan. I really appreciate you sharing. Do you have any parting shot, last, like, 10 seconds of advice for everybody? Oh, goodness. Just just decide to commit to it. Like, just decide that, that if you don't know what you're doing tomorrow or what you're trying to build towards, that it's going to make it a lot harder. So just commit to making some decisions and then own yes. them. Yeah. We're all, we love decisions. I'm with you on yeah. that. I love it. Very good. Thank you, Dana. It's so nice to have you here. Thanks. It's okay that you pronounce your name Dana instead of Dana. We're oh, to find a way to, <laughs> you got to talk to your mother. I know, right? I have to actually program a second N into Siri on my phone. So she pronounces my name, right? Yeah. You know, when Siri's not pronouncing it right, what the heck? I, love I know. It. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> I love it. You get this, right? Thank you for being here, too. You know, Dana is talking about that when you feel like you're in overwhelm and when you feel like you don't have balance and when you feel like your life is like I'm not doing enough for my family and I'm not doing enough for my business, you know that feeling when you're with your family and you're thinking I should be working and you're doing work and you're thinking, oh, I never get time with my family? Well, you can end that. When you're planning your time and when you're using some conscious integration to be present in the moment, enjoy the moment where you're at, but also just decide, like, 
is this my highest priority right now? And you're able to decide if things are your highest priority and you're able to live that way because you're planning in those periods of rest. You're not just go, go, going all the time. You know what your calendar is and you know when you're going to be at high level and you know when you're going to be relaxed and more restful. It's living with conscious integration between the worlds. And I, I think we should all just stop compartmentalizing our lives because you know what? You're going to show up as you no matter where you are. And that's the whole point. Be the biggest and the best you because that you can start today. Today you can make the decision that you're going to relax, enjoy this moment, live this moment consciously and be the best you that you can right now. And we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. Bye, everybody. Well, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like, kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house. You know, like, okay, just walk <laughs> up the walkway, you know, one foot in front of the other. Holy free holies, right? Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later they'll think that, that crazy lady was smiling at <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, doing yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. And not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey. Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right? <laughs>